It's Fiscally Irresponsible Friday here on TM5, sponsored by Incredible Pulp Lemonade. It's Friday, Friday. Well, how the hell did you get the beans about the Friday? Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Losing his mind. Captain Insano shows no mercy. What are you Your mom goes to college. I have misplaced my pants. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five. We've reached Friday, a fiscally irresponsible Friday here on October 6, 2023. Welcome in. It's Bryce. It's Billy. We've we've finally gotten to that point. I'm excited. I'm excited, Bryce. This is a good show. About what? What are you excited about? It's it's a good show, man. I'm excited about a good show. I don't know. I don't know about that. It's, it, it's a show. It's our podcast. <laughs> it is. It is a show. Um, yeah. I. You know what? I forgot to write down what day it is. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> hold on. Uh, give me two seconds, and I will. Uh, let's see if we got anything good today. National Kids oh, Music not. Day. National Manufacturing Day. Hey, National oh. Coaches Day. There you go. That's something. Uh, uh, hey. uh, the coach. National Orange Wine Day. Never heard of orange wine. Didn't even know that was a thing. All um, past. Yeah, same. Oh, it's National Noodle Day. National Noodle Day. Oh, that, that I'll get behind. Yeah, I'm down with, you know, everybody that listens to this podcast knows I'm a huge fan of noodles and pasta and uh, every everything like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down on National Noodle Day. Noodle. Do the noodle dance. You remember that song? Noodle. Yes, I do remember that sh- song. But what was that from? Uh, something something noodle, uh, like J.K. Noodle or R.M. Noodle. It was a it was a kid show back in the day. Do the noodle dance. Uh, let me see. It was like it was like R and K Noodle. Um, PB and J Otter. That's what it was. Yeah, PB, yeah right. PB and J Otter. That's the noodle dance on uh, Disney Junior back when. Back when Disney and Nickelodeon still had, back when back when they still had good programming on TV, right? I miss I miss right. the old Disney and the old Nickelodeon man. There were so many good shows. Me too, buddy. Me too. All right, big big day or a big weekend for our our local teams. So let's get started. Uh, let's start with Game One of Phillies at the Braves Saturday at six oh seven on TBS. Starters have yet to be determined, but you'd have to assume that Spencer Strider is going to be getting the call for to be on the bump for game one. Um, that's just my assumption. Max Freed is still kind of the last time we heard Max Freed was still working on his his uh, blister. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, the Braves are seven and three in their last 10 games overall and seven and three in their last 10 games against the Phillies. So. I'll take that. Yeah, for sure. Any day of the week. Yep. We just got to keep those three games away from um, happening, like, you know, now. Yes. <laughs> if we go seven to three, the next three, next ten. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as the roster, do what? No, no, nothing, nothing. I, I was just agreeing with you. I was, I was trying to read and see if they've, they've announced anything. The la- I heard Snicker on the radio yesterday, and it, it sounds like. He he wasn't he wasn't going to say that Strider was definitely starting tonight, but like that was essentially what he said without saying that Strider was starting tonight was, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it'll be Spencer Strider on the bump tonight. They just haven't announced it yet. 
tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm yeah. jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead today. I'm so excited to watch, dude. Uh, tickets for this. If you got tickets for this on Monday or Tuesday, you could get in for like seventy bucks. If you've waited, they've jumped up. They're between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars now to get in. Yeah, it's the Philly effect. Everyone hates Philly. Yeah, so and, that, and it's a that, big, it's a big rivalry the, too. The prices are going up. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, there, there's more juice behind this game that it's the Phillies than it would be if it was the Milwaukee Brewers. You know, like it, it'd still be an expensive ticket, but I'm much more interested to see. I'm much more interested and worried to see us play the Phillies in the NLDS than I would be the Brewers. I think Dave O'Brien tweeted this out yesterday and said, you know, that the Braves Phillies is going to be by far the best NLDS um, in the playoffs or the, the best, best matchup in the playoffs. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, it's like in the early round. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with D.O.B. Um, that's what Snit said yesterday. He said, you know, this Phillies offense is just as potent as our offense is. And he said, you know, you can't, yeah. He said, "You can't take a batter off when you're when you're facing this Phillies offense, and you got to hit your spots. Like it's a it's a good team. It's a very very good team." As far as the roster is concerned, I'd assume Max Fried is okay with his blister. He he pitched in the little practice games that we had this week. I think we had more um, fans at the practice games than the uh, Rays did at their actual <laughs> game. <laughs> How do you only have nineteen thousand fans that show I, up for I don't, a playoff? Game? I don't know. How do you only have 19,000 fans that show up for a playoff game? And then how do you take uh, uh, then how do you take that franchise and build a brand new multi-billion dollar stadium right next to it? What are uh, you doing, man? Uh, Stupid. It's not a baseball town. That's an argument for another day, though. Uh, Strider, Freed, Elder would be my assumption for the starting pitchers for, for the NLDS. Um, I, they're not going to carry more than three starting pitchers. Um, if they do, they're going to, and we'll we'll talk about the other arms here in a second, but if they do, it'll be in the bullpen. Uh, I would look for the Braves to add to value some speed on the roster. So like Nicky Lopez and, and some, um, some others that have not really played much, but have some speed that they're going to try to keep uh, for pinch running um, purposes. Okay. I like it. Um, that would be my assumption. Um, if they can pinch run for a catcher late or or for a Zuna, it might be the difference in a win and a loss. Small you know balls, I mean? all, small balls, always big uh, during the playoffs. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. A small ball always seems to come into play during the playoffs. I mean, you don't see a lot of you know twelve to eight, thirteen to seven games and stuff. It's usually you know five to four, four to two, two to one type ball games, and right. you know swiping a bag here or there could mean the difference between winning and losing. Uh, bullpen arms must be a premium. Uh, Smith Shaver and, and Kyle Wright will most likely be additions to the bullpen for the NLDS along with your normal cast of characters. I'd assume that we'd probably also miss like um, a player like, you know, Michael Tonkin has been pitching terrible. Yes. So I'd probably assume that he's not going to be on the NLDS roster. Really? Um, yeah. That I would, would, be, I would assume because he's pitching terrible, he would make it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh, I think last year scared him, Bryce. Um, after yeah. losing to Philly in the NLDS last year, uh, I think <laughs> last year scared him. So I think they're done with that. I hope so. But yeah, 
game uh, game one is on Saturday. Game two is on Monday. And so hopefully we will be talking to you on Monday uh, after a Braves win this weekend. And the best thing about this is I'll be able to watch, I think, every single NLDS game because we don't have football practice next week. Or we don't have Monday, Tuesday football practice because it's fall break. Uh, so I'll, you. I'll actually get to watch these games and not have my earpiece in during football practice and just listening to playoff games. <laughs> yeah, I assume uh, you're probably not going to watch the, the uh, Braves game on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Six or seven. Start, you know, there's football. on. Yeah, uh, no, so. it's playoffs. It's playoff baseball. Playoff baseball takes president over regular season right. football. Yeah. Now, if, now if the Braves were going up against the NFL, that would I don't know. That would. That'd be a little bit tougher, but uh, <laughs> but yes, I mean, uh, I mean, we got there's there's no big games really this weekend for college football, is there? Like, uh, let's let's talk about some college football on Saturday night. Hit me uh, up with it. Number twenty, Kentucky at number one, UGA. Oh, Kentucky's ranked twenty. I didn't know that. That's all right, yeah. Kentucky. I see you. All right. UGA is a fourteen and a half point favorite. This is Saturday at seven p.m. You can find it on ESPN. All right, let's. And these are my keys to the game. Okay. okay? So I, I, I did a deep dive, especially after watching Auburn. Um, my, my first key is stop the run. Georgia's defense ranks 38th nationally against the run, allowing 113 yards per game on the ground. UGA gave up 219 yards last week. Too much, dude. Can you is- imagine what that practice was this week after that Auburn game? Can you imagine what Kirby did to those kids? 219 was the most that Georgia has allowed since 2018. Jeez. And the most under Kirby Smart. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say it's not going to happen again this year. I would assume not. Uh, Kentucky's Davis is an absolute monster who rushed for 280 against the Gators. If UGA wants to get up, get off of an upset alert, this key is going to be the biggest to win in the game, in my opinion. It's good. It's good that UGA's home as well. I mean, that traveling to traveling on the road against Auburn. Auburn's, a, you know, they're, Auburn's at least a decent team. Huge rivalry. Um, I think this is going to be a big bounce back game. But it starts up front. It starts with stopping the run. I'll bring up the road thing, or being on at home here in a second. Uh, number two key: take advantage of your offensive possessions. Kirby even mentioned it this week. He said, "Quote: They do a great job of shrinking the game. There's there's not as many plays." Smart said. With the offensive identity they created, I think they are one of the last in the country in terms of possessions, and they do an unbelievable job of running the ball. So Kirby, know, Kirby Smart knows about shrinkage as well. Yes, he That's does. That's good. That's of good. You gotta, know, you gotta know about that as a football coach. <laughs> With that being said, Mike Bobo and the offense needs to take advantage of every single possession, and they all need to end in points in some sort. Preferably six. Hey, Billy, let me tell you the secret to being a really good offense if you're the Georgia Bulldogs scoring every single time oh you just go ahead and get it to buyers oh yeah hey hey brock yeah. hey here's a, here's a football yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they figured it out in the second half last week hey brock hey brock here's a football go do football things you're a freak you're one of the greatest athletes in college football right now here's a football bowers just go do buyers just go do brock buyers things go play football okay. yeah it ain't hard and finally uh my last key is make it loud 
and I mean loud. This Look. is Kentucky's second road game of the season, and the first one doesn't count because it was Vandy. I, dude, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, and to be fair, that's pretty hard going up to Vandy to play now because it's also a construction site. It's a football field and a construction site. Like that's tough. I mean, the scoreboard, the scoreboard was swinging from a crane. I mean, that's that's all intimidating. <laughs> uh, my final key to this game is to make sure Kentucky fans and the team members are remembers the day in 2023 when they can barely hear themselves think. Fans should start tailgating early and make it a very raucous environment for the Wildcats. <laughs> But oh, dude, you kill me, Kentucky fans! Come on, let's 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 be serious. This isn't basketball. There's not going to be any Kentucky fans there. Or hey, come on, this isn't. It's Kentucky fans. This is bad. This is it, football. Right, if, you, if you had to bet on this, what are you taking? Oh, I'm taking UGA in the minus fourteen and a half. Uh, I think this is going to be a. I don't want to say a get right game because it's not like Georgia. Georgia didn't play up to what Georgia didn't play up to their standard last week versus Auburn. Um, but I think I think this is a a very uh, a get right game light, if you will, for Georgia. I think Georgia smashes Kentucky. I think it's going to be like 45 to 21 or 45 to 14, something like that. I think Georgia rolls. Yeah, I, I think they I think they win, but they've they've got to control the possessions. Yeah, they've got to. Because Kentucky is one of those teams that they run the ball very, very well. Just give it to Brock Byers. Give it to him. Sling it over there, baby. Get it in the hands of one of the greatest football players on the earth right now. All right. And uh, Sunday, we've got the Texans at the Falcons. Falcons are a one and a half point favorite at home. Uh, this is Sunday, the one o'clock game, uh, and it's on Fox. My keys to the game for this game. All right. First key. Run the damn ball. Yeah. Run the run damn, run the, the damn, damn bourbon. Ball. <laughs> Texans defense is middle of the pack in the NFL, allowing 4.4 yards per uh, carry. Let's get the back. Let's get back to the running game that will lead to play action passes, which is more in Desmond Ritter's wheelhouse. What handing the ball off is in his wheelhouse. No, I'm the play action passes are more in his wheelhouse than anything. Or just handing the ball the, off. The yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. After watching last night's uh, football game, I, I scream more and more that we need Justin Fields in it. Like, yeah, I wonder, I wonder how that Justin Fields hate bandwagon is up in Chicago this morning. What he it, looked good this morning, good. didn't he? he pretty good, man. Last I, night. I, I hope I hope he continues, dude. I'm pulling. I mean, I I think I think everybody in Georgia should pull for Justin Fields. I know he went up to Ohio State and whatever happened happened, but I, dude, I. I want to see that kid succeed, man. I you know I don't I don't like I really don't like rooting against people that don't haven't given me a reason to root against them you know what i mean like i, I just i don't i don't like that i'm so yeah, yeah like going to Michigan is a reason to root against them. yeah 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 like I'm, I'm i'm rooting as much as i'm gonna trash desmond ritter on this podcast because he hasn't played well this year i'm still rooting for him he, i'm he's still a guy that, that he's a likable guy i think and he's i'm still in his corner and pulling for him and rooting for him even though he plays like poo Oopy. poop hey uh, my second key is create turnover. CJ Stroud hasn't thrown a pick yet this season. Is averaging over 300 yards per game in the air. Let's not sell out, sell out. for an exception. But if the Falcons can create turnover, uh, turnovers, hello, make it easier to to go with key number one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you you got to put fresh. Hello, uh, you got to put pressure on CJ Stroud. I mean, they've they've shown this year Texans are a good team, dude, and I'm I'm shocked by it and. 
And Stride has been a phenomenal quarterback, and he's having a great rookie season. If you don't put pressure on Stride, dude, Stride's going to sling all over. You know, he's going to pass for a couple hundy. Uh, and we've seen him do it in that stadium they're going to be playing in on Sunday. We've seen him pass for, you know, three, 400 yards in that stadium. So you got to gotta pressure Stride. And my final key went on offense. Let's go get six. Uh, the Falcons have only scored a total of six touchdowns all season long. Jonas Walton called and offered his services after scoring five himself last Friday night. In a single game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Arthur Smith in that offense take some chances on third and fourth down on our side of the field to continue drives and make sure we reach Peter. Yeah, I'd like to see somebody uh, after this game. I would like to see somebody other than Jonu Smith being the Falcons' leading receiver. How about that? That's a that's a good point too. How about yep. that? You know, how about yeah. that? Right now, you know, Jonu uh, Jonu Smith is the leading Falcon receiver. Do you know how many yards he has? Uh, three hundred and seventeen. <laughs> one hundred and seventy-nine. Oh my God. DJ Moore oh had more God. than that last night in a single game. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, John, he did. John Smith is your leading receiver on the Falcons through four games. He has 179 yards. Bijan Robinson is your second leading receiver with 134. And Drake London is in third with 126. And Kyle Pitts is in fourth with 121. That's, that's crap. That's horrible, dude. That is horrible. Um, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get them involved. You got you gotta run the damn ball, but you also have to get Pitts and London involved somehow. I don't, I don't know how this team can have so many weapons and be this bad. I just, I seriously can't figure it out. Welcome to being a Falcons fan, buddy yeah. boy. Is that one? Is that one o'clock? Is that one o'clock? That game is yeah. London. Cool. Sweet. Uh, Billy, you want to get to the Marines House scoreboard from last night? Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. Marines House scoreboard from last night. Uh, Bremen beat Ridgeland 11-2. Congratulations. What does that put them? You know, I should have checked this. How's that region looking for softball for Bremen? Do you know off the top of your head? They were in third. I want to say that with the win, they're getting closer to second. I can't remember, though, off the top of my head. So they're still in third at 10-3 and three in the region. Lafayette is in second at 11-2. and two, And Gordon Lee is in first at 10 and one let's look at the rest of the schedule um they don't play they will not play gordon lee uh the rest of the year so i think gordon lee probably has that number one sewn up but they do play lafayette one more time this year they have one more region game uh it is at lafayette on tuesday the 10th um so i think there is a possibility that bremen could jump up to that second spot but they're sitting in the third right now okay that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Uh, VR beat Tri Cities twenty-one to nothing. Game that you were at, Billy. I didn't think this game was yeah, actually going to happen. Yeah, they did. I didn't. I didn't think this was going to happen. Uh, Tri Cities showed up at six thirty. Oh my! And the game was supposed to start at five fifty-five. Yeah. Oh. It showed up at six thirty. Uh, first pitch was six forty. Um, an hour, an hour called, after it was supposed to start. They called. They called ball game at. Um, seven, wait, seven thirty-five. Yeah. Oh, so you got you got a nice you got a nice fifty-five minute ball game in there. 
<laughs> that sucks for Tri Cities, uh, though, dude. Honestly, I mean, you, you travel all the way out here, you show up late, and you only get like a fifty-minute ball game in, and you get dude, run ruled. No, 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 no! Don't, don't do that. Don't allow that for Tri Cities. Why? Tri Cities coaches. Tri Cities coaches literally told Cody Skinner, and we, we just weren't, weren't going to show up. But our athletic director called and said, "Hey, you guys got to go." I'm not, I'm not talking about the coaches. I'm talking about the kids. I know. But I'll tell you this, and this is this is the God's honest truth, man. I went into their dugout to get uh, a lineup, and I, I've got my Villarica family shirt on. So the girls are looking at me, and I was like, hey, can I just take a picture of the lineup? And the coach was like, yeah. And one of the girls looks at me, and she said, y'all are going to beat us bad. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm like okay. That sucks, and, and man. Bryce, and, and this is... This is the God's honest truth, and I'm not trying to make fun or mock or anything like that. Their pitcher was throwing like slow pitch softball speed. That sucks. That sucks for those kids. Like to to be on the team and I, the that, first base first baseman was getting taught how to play first base by Villarica's first base coach. What? What are they doing and there, man? That's weird. That's and not the, even and, wearing not even wearing cleats. She was wearing Jordans. And and Tri Cities has a nice uh, softball facility. We saw it when we went and played football there. It's it's a it's a nice softball facility. I I hate that man. That's some, that's, some numbers that were really impressive to me. Chloe Smith uh, had a three inning shutout. Um, actually, no hitter. Um, she had nine strikeouts. Holy! And then yeah wow. yeah. Um, the lineup. There was only two times through, or excuse me, the, the lineup only had two innings worth of hitting for Villarica, um, but they hit three times, three and a half times through the lineup. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. three and a half times. So we had like literally um, the first inning, all nine batters hit. The second inning, all nine batters hit twice, and then the top four hit three times. In one inning. Golly, dude. That's that's crazy. Uh that wrapped that wrapped up region play for Villarica. They're done. They're done with their region. Uh they got four games left. Two, so they're done. Yeah, yeah, they're done. Uh they got Shamley, Mount Vernon, Bremen, and Bowden. Uh, Mount Vernon are they, I think they're good at softball, aren't they? I think they're a decent softball team. Uh yeah. I think I yeah. think so. Um that's smart of Coach Skinner to, to they schedule lost, they lost Shambly to this week. Mount Vernon did? Oh, 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 oh Bill Ricky. Yeah, they lost to Shambly 13 to 4. Um, yeah. yeah, so that that's I, I like this move by Co- uh, Coach Skinner um, uh, to schedule. You know, they got Shambly, Mount Vernon, Bremen, Bowden, and all four of those teams are ranked in the state, I believe. Um, I'm pretty sure Mount Vernon is. I know Shambly, Bremen, and Bowden are. Uh, the Bremen Bowden games I'll be at. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that'll be that'll be um, that'll be Saturday the 14th. Where's that? Where's that at? It's a neutral site game. I think it's at Bremen. Okay. I think it's at Bremen, but I'm going to double check with Cody. Okay. Um, I've got to get a, I've got to get a, a for sure set schedule. So because I need to be there for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me let me know what your schedule looks like that day. I might come out that day. Um, we have a we have a football game, but I think it is at eleven, so we should be done around noonish. Um, and we might we might come out there and uh, pick up some softball. The the Sparlings might come out to uh, to Bremen and watch some softball. Now now where's Where's the Bremen softball field at? Is it next to the baseball field? No, nowhere oh. near. It's awesome. uh, it's on the campus of the 
the high school. So it's kind oh. of down below where the uh, football football stadium is. Oh, okay. So the softball field is on the campus of the of the high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Um. Uh, so Bremen Bremen beats Regionland last night, eleven to two. VR beats Tri Cities twenty one to nothing. I haven't seen a score for either one of these games, Billy. Central at Northwest Whitfield or Heard County at Northgate. I saw the Central Northwest Whitfield one. I want to say it was on the athletics site. Let me double check that okay. real quick. I, I looked on uh, I looked on the our social media outlets, and well, that's not going to give me it. Why don't would you, would you work, you stupid computer? Um, I've been I've been looking on our social media outlets this morning, and I haven't I haven't seen anything, uh, which is kind of odd. Both those teams usually do a really good job of yeah posting and especially updating max preps. I saw it yesterday. I just didn't. I, I think it was like thirteen to something, um, thirteen to two or something like that. Is right. what I, I want to say. I saw so. uh, for Central. Yes. Okay. And I, I I don't know how good Northgate is at um, softball, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume that Heard County probably probably won that one. That would be a good assumption. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and assume uh, on the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for this weekend, Billy and football. <laughs> Do I, oh, Smith's floor coverings. Excuse me. On the Smith's floor coverings, uh, games and events calendar. Yes, my bad. <laughs> uh, the, uh, tonight, we have some big games on Friday Night Lights. Forest Park at Bowden. Bremen it's at... Gonna be a snoozer. Yeah, it's going to be a snoozer. I, I say there's a lot of big games. Most of these games are probably going to be snoozers, in my opinion. Um, I don't I don't really know how many of these close games we're going to have. Bremen at Lafayette. Dude, there's one that I'm worried about. Which one? I'll tell you which one. I'll tell you which okay. one. Uh, Bremen at Lafayette. Let's see. Oh, so so Bowden, Bowden's a 47-point favorite. Uh, Bremen is a 19-point favorite on the road. Yep. Uh, Carrollton at East Coweta. Carrollton's 11-point favorite. This one right here. Dude, you know what? I am on board with you on this one. I have been thinking about this for the past 48 hours. East Coweta's yep. a good team. They are. They're and, a very good team. And I, I have watched three Carrollton games so far this year. And this Carrollton team is not the same Carrollton team from last year. They're still good. They're still a very, very good football team. Very, very good football team. But I don't think they're as talented, and it doesn't seem as easy to them as it did last year from what I've seen. Yep. And yep. I, I'm with this you. One worries. Yeah. I, I still Carroll, I'm still picking Carrollton, but this one worries me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to tell you who I'm going to pick because I'm probably going to change a couple of my picks right before kickoff tonight. <laughs> just to be a sneaky little snake you little sneaky little snake uh, so Carrollton's an 11 point favorite on the road at East Coweta Central on the road this is not one I will be uh, changing my pick on Central on the road they are 33 point favorite against Sonoraville uh, Heard County on the road at Crawford County Heard County a 35 point favorite on the road um, Harrelson County is at home versus Rockmart. Rockmart is a 28-point favorite on the road. And Mount Vernon is at Mount Zion. Mount, uh, Mount Vernon is a 25-point favorite. The Bowden game, the Central at Sonoraville game, the Heard County at Crawford County game, all three of those can be heard on Hometown Sports Media Network as well as the Mount Zion hosting Mount Vernon game tonight. So all four of those games, uh, we have... Bowden's at home, but Central and Heard County are both on the road. So if you don't want to travel to Snorlaxville or Crawford County, listen to Hometown Sports Media. And we will have all the action from kickoff to the final whistle tonight 
for both of those games as well as Bowden and Mount Zion at home. In softball this weekend, Bremen and Carrollton are at the LaGrange Tournament and Central versus River Ridge at UW on Saturday. All right, guys. Uh, it is fiscally irresponsible Friday, so let's get to our incredible pulp soft earned dollar segment. Let's do it. You and I have killed it. We are well over, um, well over five hundred dollars combined. We're pretty, we're pretty talented. Five hundred. It was five hundred and three. I think is what it was. I think yeah, something like that. Um. So here's my thing, and and I'm gonna go a little bit rogue here. This is something that that I've never done that you and I have never done on, on the podcast. I'm going to go a little bit rogue here. I like it. I've got three picks. Okay. But I'm going to parlay my picks. Oh, I'm doubling down and I'm parlaying them. So if I miss, I lose $15. Yeah. I'm back under $300. If I, if I win though, (laughs) big money. All right. Ready? Yes. Hit me with it. What's your parlay? All right, Mizzou plus four and a half versus LSU. Okay, I like that. I'm not as high on LSU now as I was the beginning of the season. Um, I like that. I like that, but LSU's defense has been garbage the last couple of weeks. It's um, been coupe. And, and this is at home, and Mizzou is just ready to go. Um, so I, I assume uh, this, this game is going to be close. This one, on the other hand, however, I am not thinking it will be close. Alabama minus one and a half versus Texas A&M. Oh, oh nope. man. I don't know. I am. Alabama nope. uh, is not a good team this year. Uh, and they have, they have a lot of quarterback issues. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I, I would not take Bama as a favorite this year in any game. I, I don't think it's just too, uh, too topsy turvy. Okay. Well, I'm still taking them. So if, if that's the one I lose, then oh well, you know. And then Miami minus twenty and a half versus Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech just demoted their defensive coordinator um, because they're they just got spanked by Bowling Green. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, taking Miami. Uh, Miami's had a week off. Give me Miami in the points, and uh, that's my parlay. The three leg parlay is going to give me a plus five hundred and eighty seven. I love the Mizzou pick, and I love the Miami pick. Uh, the the Bama one is the only one I'm a little hesitant on, um, but those other two, I think those are home runs. Uh, LSU is not as good as they were to begin the season, and Georgia Tech for some reason still has a football program. I don't understand why, um, but yeah. So I love two of those. The, the the Bama one just a little hesitant, just because they're. They're a little Jekyll and Hyde this year, but I like that. A plus 587 if you hit that parlay, man. I like that. That's a good That's a good bet. I think it's going to get me $98. Oh, baby. If I win, 98 plus the 15. I like it. Oh, I like yes, it. Sir. Yeah, good job. Uh, I don't have a parlay, but I do have three bets that I think are lock-up, surefire home runs. Uh, so the, okay. the first one I have is Purdue at Iowa over 39 and a half. Iowa's offense this year is much better than they were last year. Now, they didn't score any points against Penn State, but Penn State's on a different level than Iowa and Purdue. I think this is going to be somewhere between a 28 and 32 game. Uh, I think they soar past that 39 and a half as a team combined total. I think that is a that is a home run bet this week. Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a six and a half point favorite on the road at Louisville. Uh, I, I told y'all, I've told y'all for a while. I think Notre Dame is a legit good team this year, and if they would have had eleven people on the field versus Ohio State, they probably win that Ohio State game. 
Notre Dame is very good. Notre Dame has got one of the better quarterbacks they've had in a long while there. Um, he is a 35-year-old veteran, sort of like Stetson Bennett. Uh, so I, I, I like Notre Dame in this game as a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Louisville. And Desmond we'll Ritter. Do what? We'll find out next week with Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame's got USC next week, right? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be a high scoring game. Uh, and then my last incredible pulp lock of the week is going to be Desmond Ritter throwing under 181 and a half passing yards this weekend versus the Houston Texans. Uh, I cannot believe the line was that high when I saw that. My eyes lit up. Desmond Ritter under 181 and a half passing yards on Sunday versus the Texans. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn and the Robert Goose Real Estate Group. Unfortunately, the first one on the, on our list, we have to talk about this. Uh, Dick Buckus died yesterday. That sucks. Um, dude, it, you want to talk about the prototypical linebacker and the person that was just wide linebackers are who they are? This is Dick Buckus. He is, he was phenomenal. Um, he's a Hall of Famer. He he should be a Hall of Famer. Everyone should know who Dick Buckus is in the NFL. Um, yeah, it's as a as a person who grew up with family from Chicago. Right, this, you're, this you're a Chicago hurt. guy. Yeah, this yeah. one hurt. You um, know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Top top five defender of all time in the NFL. Yeah, Dick Buckus. Yeah, yeah, he was he was amazing. Uh, Lakers LeBron James will not play in Saturday's preseason opener. Yeah, I don't think this came to as a shock to anybody. Um, what's how old is LeBron? LeBron will be what like thirty nine this year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, the fact that he's still playing at the the level that he's still playing, it's 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 that's pretty cool. No matter what you think, everybody that listens to the podcast knows I'm a big LeBron James defender. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what he has in his. I don't know. What is this? 17th uh, season in the NBA? <laughs> Something absurd. <laughs> uh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. 21 years. 21 years in the NBA. It's one of, he said, uh, they actually asked him this on uh, media day. They said there's five other players that have made it to 21 seasons. And they asked him if he knew, and he actually rattled it off. It was actually really impressive. Yeah. That's nuts. So yeah, well, not not no surprise. We'll see LeBron where LeBron's at in the regular season. Blackhawks ticket sales nearly double since the Connor Bedard pick. And I'll tell you this: Blackhawks ticket sales before Connor Bedard were not cheap. I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that they they remind me of the team like a uh, like the Bruins or the Red Wings or the Penguins. Like that tickets are going to be expensive no matter if they're good or bad. Yeah. Like just a just a huge following. You know what I mean? Um, the tickets to get in nosebleeds were in the 150 mark. God, like that was just to get into the nosebleeds. That's crazy. That is wow, <laughs> man. And if that was before the Connor Bernard ho- hockey season's right around the corner, dude. It's all it's almost hockey season. Tuesday. I'm excited. Tuesday, I'm excited. I so pumped. I can't wait to watch the Blue Jackets uh, stink up the joint again this year. It's gonna be fantastic. You know what? I, I watched uh, Blackhawks preseason game the other day. And I went into my dad. Um, and I was like, "It's going to be a long year." He goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "Our our penalty kill sucks, and our power play looks like crap. So it's going to be a long year." I watched uh, blue. The CBJ played a couple days ago. Um, was it? I was watching yeah. the highlights of it. They were they were playing the the Capitals, um, and I think we were down three to nothing going into the third period. So hey, let's go CBJ. 
Yeah. There you go. Yeah, let's go. Three nothing deficit, baby. We got them right where we want them. Love it. And then finally today, speaking, I guess we're on a Chicago kick here on another cup. Uh, today in 1993, after nine seasons and three championships with the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan announces his retirement from the NBA, returns on March 18th, 1995, and leads the Bulls to another three NBA titles. I love how he just took a little break, went and played baseball, and now he's like, yeah, I'm going to come back and win a couple more championships. <laughs> yeah. What show. Oh, what a goat. What a goat, dude. He was the best. And we we got to watch him like in his prime. You know what I mean? Yeah, I still have oh, yeah. I still have a videotape somewhere of his final game with the Washington Wizards. <laughs> yeah, I, I recorded it. It's, it's on a VHS VHS tape somewhere in my house. Kids, VHSs were, um... <laughs> yeah, like big tapes, and tapes were like small VHSs. Yeah. Got anything else for us, buddy? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Friday. Start our week off uh, or a weekend off right. Uh, got something big going on today. So if you guys are listening to this before about 10 o'clock, if you can send some good vibes, some good thoughts and prayers, that would be great. Um, you're outside getting, of that. You getting that sex change finally? Yeah. 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 Well, we'll call uh, you Mrs. Uh, what are you changing it to? Billet? So no, I'm gonna keep e. it, I'm gonna keep it Billy, but I'm oh. gonna change it to the the oh, female version like of it. Billy Eilish. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I like yeah. it. I like it. I'm on. I'm on board. <laughs> for price, for price, I'm Billy. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will talk to you Monday on Columbus Day, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.